Hey guys, what's up? Matt here. This podcast is actually me sitting down with one of our successful sales guys who's in that transition period of going from, you know, the guy who's closing the two, three, five grand deals to the guy who's closing the 18, 25, 30K deals. So these are sort of some of the questions that he has. And I just sort of outline how he knows a lot of the answers and, and teach him how to overcome these questions himself. So uh, make sure if you like this kind of stuff, you subscribe, let us know that you're enjoying it. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy the podcast. If you listen to this podcast, you will make your first million within three years. I'm going to repeat that. You will make a million dollars within three years of the first episode you listen to. We don't want pikers. We're not here to save the manatees. We're here to make podcasts. You really want this. You listen and review. Put that coffee down. Like, those guys are like, let's get to the point now, let's face shoot up. Yeah. I'm a person that does around. Yeah. With those sales guys, it's and then they're fending guys for a limit. Yeah. So yeah. they're telling me the solution got like right away. And I'm I am i am like saying no man, like we can work perfectly to know a little bit more about your situation and from there we can find a view that's a possible need for our service in the first. Yeah. yeah. So you can look at what you're selling. You're selling sales coaching. Yeah. Right? So you have an advantage. Yeah. Already because you can go what kind of sales guy would I be who sells sales coaching, who gives into f- stuff like that? Like there's a process mm-hmm. that people have to go through. Right. Listen, brother, if you want to go through the process, let's, let's do it. But right now, to be perfectly honest, I don't even know that we can help. I don't know what you need, what you want. Yeah. We have 12 different products that you can buy ranging from 47 to 47,000. Mm. So the price is 47 grand. Yeah. yeah. You know, and be like, so like if, it, if it's okay with you, I can just ask you some questions, find out more about you and go through a process which is designed to figure out if we can help. Mm-hmm. And, then and, from then, there, and then from there, it's just like, I'm going to say yes. And that's fine. We'll go through the process. Yeah. That's so we got stage one is doing yeah. that. Right. Stage two is then going, okay, well, what do you sell? Yeah. Coaching. They sell coaching. Yeah. All right, man. Like how much to coach my team? Mm. Well, how many men do you Man, I'm, fuck, I'm a straight shooter, bro. Right? Just yeah. how much to coach my team. But. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just put it back on them. Yeah, you know what I mean? That works whether they're a mechanic mm. or whether they're a personal trainer. Well, how much to lose 10 kilos? Well, how much weight you have to lose? Hey, bro, I'm a straight shooter. I just yeah. want to get to the point. So, like, that that's stage two. And then stage three is, like, just a get real slap, you know? That's probably the problem. But you, you're almost never going to have to go there. Yeah. You know what I mean? The get real slap is like, hey, dude, I'm going to take you through a process because that's what works for me. I don't know what kind of sales guy you are or what kind of business owner you are, but I have a process that works a vast majority of the time. Yeah. So I'm not going to deviate from it. If that's not cool with you, dude, that's fine. Yeah, cool. And especially if you're on a sales call and be like, if you don't enjoy going through a sales process and, and you don't want to do that yourself, I can only imagine that you probably give into this kind of stuff from prospect all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's probably costing you a lot of money. It doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve me. If I end up not making this deal, that's fine because my process works. Mm. So I'm going to do it. And you just let them know that word for word. Like, because I think you just hit a light bulb moment. So that means I care about the sale too much because I like, I want to just try to sell them. But yeah, yeah but like, don't, work, yeah. don't mistake neutrality for pussiness. Yeah. Right? Your words are neutral, your tone is not. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why last night I had to design the whole thing here on the Like, I felt like I was being too much of a. And like you're not there to like be rude to people or be mean to people but it's like you know at the end of the day 95% of the time or 99% of the time they need you more than you need them mm-hmm. like let's just play out the logical you don't make the sale mm-hmm. that guy made what four grand a month mm-hmm. does, it affect, four grand. Yeah. does it affect you or does it affect him if he doesn't learn the skill set it affects him because he's yeah. on that jump in the call with us exactly 
Okay. Right. So at the end of the day, like you're fine. Yeah. Your process works. You make you made what like twenty sales last month or something? Uh twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you you did the process starting from scratch. Mm. Like you know, you hurt your back. Yeah. Became a lead dialer. Yeah. Became an appointment setter. Became a triager. Mm. Became a low low ticket closer. Now you're closing the higher ticket deal as well. Mm. So it's like you've gone through the process and the process works. Yeah. You know, I think it's because I just had like a run with like with three of the same type of people back to back. Yeah. And it's because the guys that were triage uh, through had like five hundred to a thousand dollars. You know, like literally to their name. And I guess that played like a major part because I was like, I'm on a hot streak. And I think I took it a bit too personally because I was like, I'm, I was supposed to close these guys. And they were just like, I don't have the fucking money. Yeah, but like, yeah. it's not a hot streak, man. It's just mm. being good at sales. Yeah. You know, I would say of my last 35 calls, I've closed 34 of them. Mm. Is that a hot streak? It's like, no, it's just the way that it is. Okay. I guess it was coming up my best month. I was just like, oh, I didn't want to feel. Yeah. So like, was, like yeah. detaching from the outcome, what you understand is, uh, yeah. If, if you can, if there's a, there's a hundred sales calls, mm. right? 10 of them are always going to be a no. Mm. 10 of them are always going to be a yes. Yeah. And there's 80 of them that are like a, a fucking mixed bag. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like given the right sequence, that you can put the puzzle together, you'll make the sale, mm. right? So you might get seven of those 10 in a row that aren't going to buy. Yeah. And then you might get seven of the 10 that are definitely going to buy it. Right? Yeah. Right. So those were going to happen regardless. Those are going to happen regardless. The thing is like the seasoned people don't change anything because they get the seven no's in a row. Mm. Like if I got 10 no's in a row, I'd be surprised, mm. but I wouldn't change it. Yeah. Right. Because it's like, well, I might now get 90 yeses in a row. Mm. It's still going to work out 90%. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if my number is 50%, let's just say that's the number. And I get 10 no's in a row, yeah. I'm on a losing streak. Get 10 yeses in a row, I'm on a hot streak. No, mate, it's just 50%. Yeah, okay, right? so that, I think I'm just being a little bit too hard on myself here. Yeah, um, and right, also so. like, if you if you get a, a, a heavy emotional commitment from somebody mm. and they just can't find the money, mm. that's a win. That's still a win, okay. That's a win. Because like some people just don't have the cash, like they just don't, they just don't have access to cash. Yeah, like, I sold about eight or nine people into Inner Circle, yeah, and they like put down a credit card. They had no cash, and they went and rented funding. They just couldn't get it. Mm. And I was like, I'll work with you, man, as long as we need to. They just couldn't physically come up with the cash. Yeah, and it's like they were trying every avenue to try and do it. It's like I sold that person. Mm. I don't take it off as a sale. Yeah, but like when I'm looking at my data. I'm like, well, like eight of those no sales, those were sales. Yeah. But they just couldn't get the money together. Yeah. You know? So it just it's just all about pipeline those people at the end. I guess I guess it's just like I see you, I see Mark I get the commitment at least, you know, and it's just like, what can we do today to put yourself in the best position to win? They're like, all right, I need to do it. They find like put down like some sort of deposit. For me, I can't even get to that part, you know. I feel like I'm there's not that enough push there. Maybe it's in myself that I can't get <coughs> I just not saying the right thing for the right thing. Well, okay. So you've gotta you gotta then have a look at what the problem is. So chances are like there's there's tactics that you can use downstream. Yeah. And then like those are valid tactics to learn, right? Yeah. But it's more like trying to build a dam when the floods come. Okay. Right? It's you probably do it. Mm. But let's try and like build it upstream so that it's not such a big flood. 
right? Okay. So the upstream effects where you want to look at, it, you got to have a look at if you're struggling, like if you're getting think about it objections, mm. like I, I assume, and I might assume incorrectly, yeah. money and partner, you can overcome. Money partner, I can overcome. Sweet, right? It's, so, the, it's, the, it's the fear. It's really yeah. the fear. Sweet. So, okay. So there's, there's going to be a couple of factors. First is a lack of urgency, mm-hmm. right? Lack of urgency is going to be tied to not enough internal tension to need to act. The why, right? yeah. Right? So if you think of uh, you think of pressure as an external force acting inward, mm-hmm. right? That's like an old school sales tactic, mm-hmm. right? And then tension is like the internal need, to, mm-hmm. right? It's like, it's like a, a cable that's coiled up, right? Yeah. So that's really, it's much stronger. Tension is stronger than pressure, right? So what you want to do is you want to go, okay, like what is causing that person to not have a, a catastrophic enough future facing of the failure, mm-hmm. right? Because so... Early on in the process, we try and get them to buy in. Yeah. You run away faster than you run. Mm-hmm. Right? So I can casually drop that. We can set that framework up, whatever and call it, however we want to. So, and that's where, like, that's where that will allow us to, to talk about consequence and talk yeah. about motivational factors and stuff like that. How do you get to that part, though? Because I've, I've never really used that frame, the, the you run, uh, you know, away from things. So like in solution awareness, I'll go, okay, man. So like, what are you actually like looking to achieve, right? Essentially paraphrasing. And then I'll sort of steamroll them straight into, because, you know, like weight on a scale or money in a bank account is just a series of ones and zeros. It's Mm -hmm. just code, right? It doesn't mean anything. There's no attachment to money. Mm -hmm. I've been broke. I've been fairly okay. Yeah. And like definitely okay is better than broke. But once you hit a certain number, like Mm it doesn't matter you're not Jeff Bezos isn't running towards more cash. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's got something else to write. Perfect, yeah. Right? So like if I take the same bolt, put it on a hundred meters, and I put fame, money, women, right? On the hundred meters. And it's like the faster you get there, the more fame, money, women you get, he'll run very fast. But if I release a line behind him, he'll run even faster. If I have both, we'll probably get the best result. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? So what we want to do is we want to have an understanding of like to get the most amount of motivation to really sort of yeah. get you to achieve your goal is what are you running towards and what are you running away from right so what do you get you know like when you sort of when you are able to actually figure out how to solve xyz yeah your sales process figure out your marketing lose the weight whatever it is you're selling right and it's like what do you what do you actually get right and then so we want a tangible outcome yeah now that tangible we need to we need to elaborate with detail right so they're going to go let's just say uh yeah if i can you know i, I, I want to put more investments I, into like I wanted to sell my investment portfolio. That's what a lot of sales guys say. Okay, sweet. And like, what do you want to invest in? Real estate. Why real estate? Yeah, that's what I'm going to Yeah. Because I just say, they say, oh, just real estate is just something I always wanted to do. It's yeah. like, well, like why? Because you can invest your money in index stocks. You can invest your money in real estate. Yeah. Like what, why invest your money in the first place? Hmm. And you it's know? obviously going to be like time and security or something like that. Yeah, it could be legacy. It could be time, it could be passive income, it could be whatever, right? So you want to get that out of them. And yeah. then you're like, okay, well, how much passive income do you want to make from your investments every year? Yeah, so you're chunking down here. Yeah, yeah. really. Like, let's just say someone says uh, a pretty common thing is like, oh, I'd love to buy the family home, the car. You know, go traveling, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, pay off student loans. You go, okay, cool, man. Like, so, like, what house? Mm. Where is it? How many bedrooms? Why smart, so many bedrooms? Smart have you yeah. got kids? Yeah. Do you want to have kids? Why haven't you had kids yet? Mm. Right? And you, they, they might say something like, yeah, we're just waiting until we're more financially cheaper to have kids. Yeah. Right? Then I'm like, oh, how long have you been thinking about having kids for? Like mm. three years. Yeah. Oh, cool, man. Like, what's what's been stopping you? Yeah. You know, I just need to get more sort of money and this, this, and this. Okay. Mm. Right? So now we're not selling 
sales coaching, we're selling the ability to make enough money to have children. The results, yeah. Right? So, but you need to like have the details. So somebody might give you four or five things. One of them might sound a little bit out of place. You know what I mean? I want the car, the travel, the house, pay back my parents, do this, do this, do this. Mm. You're like, what do you mean pay back your parents? Yeah. Right? Because like, you need to pay back your parents. Yeah. You know, and it, it might be an emotional payback. So, um, you know, you might get one thing that's a little bit out of sorts. And then from there, you kind of delve deep on that. And you'll then, then you're future pacing out the solution. Okay, man. So, and like, what kind of car would you want? Okay, do you want one, one for you, one for the missus? Okay. And then you might find that like their income goal might have a massive, dis- like they might be very different to what their lifestyle goal is. Because mm-hmm. they might want to travel internationally three times a year. They might want to have a house in the hills, two Range Rovers, and they want to make 15K a month. Uh, doesn't cut it. Motherfucker. You're looking at 50K a month. Yeah. You know, in like, yeah. you know. Um, and then that, that, that's when I usually go, okay, well, you know, what would that cost? What would that cost? What would that cost? Go, it sounds like you kind of, your ideal lifestyle is, is more around the 500,000 years. Does that sound right? And they go, yeah, I've never thought about it. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, after tax. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you just dropped off. And they go, I'm like, oh, so you need like 700. And they go, okay, well, okay, okay, that, that's like your five-year goal though, right? Yeah. And we like, you know, it's like a, it's like a hockey stick progression. You go here and then you get to a point where it goes up really fast, right? So we don't have, let's say that's five years. In three years time, you have to be 50% the way there. Mm. Okay. So we're at 50%. That means you need to be at, you know, $5,000 a week. So 20, $25,000, mm. $25,000 a month. Right. So like, like where are you at now? I'm mm. at five. Okay, cool. So let's just say in a year's time, we need to be at 15. That sounds right. Good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. With what you have in place now, how close are you to being able to get fifteen thousand? That's how it works. Yeah. Right. So you are in a position to be able to eventually actually have the lifestyle that you want, which is going to allow you to have the car, the kids, and the whole the whole box and dice. Right. So yeah. like, I'm really trying to anchor down. If you watch the sales call that I did with Oscar for Inner Circle, is that in the portal? No, it's not. But Marco, I've got a Tendra. I've got Darren Shanks. I think, and I've got. Um, Mitch. Yeah, yeah. I've got to, I'll show you a bunch more, but uh, Oscar was a good one because what he wanted didn't match up his lifestyle or his time frames. Okay. And then I kind of chunked that right down, right? Yeah. It's the really important thing is like taking what they're saying and getting the detail. The detail is what creates the vision in their mind. Mm. So if I'm if I'm talking to you about like your dream car, like what's your dream car? Your car. Okay, the yeah. C63, right? What color? Uh, it'll be white, carbon fiber. So white with the carbon fiber okay. trim, be matte white or gloss white? Uh, matte white. What color badges? Red. Red badges? Yeah. What size wheels? Oh, I like soft wheels. Like okay, something. cool. What size? Because mine's got the 20s in the back, 19s in the front. They, they come with the 19, right? Just originally? Yeah. <laughs> so I like mine now. Okay. Sweet little yeah. What interior? Would you get the racing seats or would you get- I get the, the racing seats, seats, the red trims. Racing seats, the red trims. Yeah, come fiber. Yeah, come fiber trims as well. All right, cool. Yeah. Do you want it more that you're thinking about it like that? Yeah, like just going, yeah. You don't want a C63. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so the detail, and also I can ask you questions like, okay, who's the first person you call when you got it? Probably your mom. Yeah. Okay, cool. And I actually yielded to be you. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did it. Yeah. All right, cool. Where's the first place you'd go? Like, where would you drive? In the opera house, taking photos. Okay, how would you feel? Taking a photo of your C63 AMG, white carbon fiber trim, black, red, 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 red interior, 19 inch fucking blacked out wheels, taking a photo of it. But the first major milestone will be done. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, with what you're doing now, how close are you being able to do that? Yeah. Right? Oh, so, yeah. you see, like, it's the vision. Yeah, because that's what I'm missing. Like, I get the vision and then 
the question straight after on the script is like, what would that do for you personally? Yeah, it's so not then I can go, yeah, I can, yeah, yeah. You just, it's just like chunking it down is a skill in itself. Yeah. Right? And so like the ideal lifestyle is a really good exercise to have in your back pocket. Like when someone's giving you Vegas shit goals, mm. having like, okay, man, have you ever done an ideal lifestyle? Mm. We're like, no. We're like, all right, cool. Do you mind if we do like a two minute exercise and we'll help you kind of chunk down and see if, you know, see what the goal is, see if we can attach some emotion to it. So you actually start doing something about it. Yeah. Like, sweet, man, you go bang, 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 right? And that ideal lifestyle thinking, yeah. is in the portal, okay. right? When you do it yourself, mm. that's it, right? So like years ago, 10 years ago, I wrote down my ideal lifestyle, mm. right? And I wrote down how much that cost. Yeah. Right, and I gave myself 10 years to get there. Do you know what it was? You got it? Like you, you got I have a sports car, wife yeah. has a Range Rover. Right. I have a house with a Harper view, two to three stories with about four bedrooms, and I have two kids. Everything came true. Right? And that was going to cost about $800,000 a year. Yeah. And all came true. Right? Yeah. And it's like, it took, I, I wanted it to be done a lot faster than that. I thought I could do it in five, but it took me 10. Hmm. Right? And, and so, like, you have to create the image. Yeah. You have to create the, the image. And then, like, because every decision you make is a fork in the road. Do I go towards or away? Yeah. Avoid playing games like this. Yeah, so it's like when you're climbing Everest, the reason why people don't get there is they don't put enough significance on every single decision that they made to get there, mm. right? Because the journey to Everest starts here, like when you initially make the decision that you're going to do it, and then you have to book the trip, and then you have to get that's the train, the, that's and then the, you have um, to buy the boots. Yeah, that's the island analogy. Yeah, so it's, it's a series of decisions that get you to the end state. It's not just like, I'm going to Everest now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a fucking hard slog. Yeah, you know I mean, and it's expensive. It's a whole thing. Yeah, that's super helpful because, like, every time they say something, I'm like, I, I don't know how to probe into this. I don't know how to like chunk it down without like going off on a tangent. Then just talking about waffling on about shit. So for me, yeah. it's just like I tried that once and it went sideways. We call cool. get like a consequence if they didn't get it. But I'm just talking about all these things, right? Yeah, you got to remember though, a lot of people attach a consequence to a problem, not a solution, which is incorrect. Right. So, so the problem is, I. I don't have a good sales process. Yeah. Right. The solution is I want to make 20K a month so I can put my kids in practice. There we go. Right. Yeah. So when I do my consequence question, I go, I don't go, what happens if you never fix your sales process? And you, you know what I mean? I go, what happens if you never figure out how to actually get to 10K a month so you can put your kids in private school? Like oh, what happens there? There we go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so then that creates a level of urgency within the person. And then by making them really consider success and really consider failure, Right, it creates a need to solve the problem. Yeah, so I'm still on the content questions. I'm still talking about the sales structure. That's why, like, what the results it leads to. Yeah, you know, so I got to, I got to frame like what happens is you don't get to twenty k per month, right? You don't get those investment properties by the age thirty. Yeah, right? and you, you can frame it like like so, like I guess like what happens if you don't change your process so that you actually can get to ten k a month, which is which is kind of going to allow you to. To, to have that financial freedom, get the investments, build the wealth, get the family, do all that kind of stuff. Like what happens if you if you just don't feel it out? And then they're gonna say things like, nah, man, I'm fucking I'm getting after it. It's like, yeah, man, like I, everyone, everyone's doing their best. It's an easy thing to do, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, that's not, I didn't, and they're gonna give you a long answer as to why they will get it. And you just gotta go, that's not the question that I asked them. The that's, that's the challenge, because that's one of the questions I wanted to ask you, like staying in the saddle at that point, 
Yeah. And them take control of that and they get a little bit offended by me just pumping the confidence questions. And I feel like they're the more That's open. where if yeah. you do the same boat analogy, yeah. You give permission for that because they buy in that that level of motivation is important. Right. Right? And then that's when you can go, okay, man, let me kind of explain what I mean. Like everyone knows that person with um single mom, four kids, yeah. six six pack abs, seven figure business on the on the beach every morning, fucking warrior pose on instagram yeah. right we all know that person and you just think what the fuck are they putting in their coffee and the answer is a good dose of fear and reality right like they understand the consequences of their inaction yeah. right they they are they inherently like that's that's why people run a hell of a lot faster out of a burning building than what they do running for an ice cream yeah right so it's it, it's like you get to a point where you have to act and you can go so if i take a deer and a bear mm-hmm. and i do that whole thing I just go, so which which animal gives up first? And they're going to go, the bear. I go, why Why is that? And they go, well, because the motivation. I go, so are you making decisions as a deer or a bear? There you go. They got to select. Yeah. And then you got to go, okay. And be like, and what is your potential competition to me? Are they getting after it? Yeah. Right? So it's, you know, it's like, you know, I know for me, man. And you can have all these little loops. And you go, yeah. for me, like, especially like when you're comfortable, like, Let's say the person's doing 15K a month, right? They're, they're comfortable. They're like, you know, like I know for me, man, like comfort, comfort is a right? Because for me personally, this is where I attack and confess, yeah. right? So I'm attacking them, but I'm, I'm attacking their ideas by like confessing my own. This is what I went through. Yeah. This is how I did it and overcame X, Y, Z. But it's like, it's really simple because you just go like, okay, like I know for me, comfort is a breeding ground for mediocrity. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh. You know what I mean? And so like when we're comfortable, that's the reason why most people don't get uncomfortable to go to the next level. Mm. Right? It's because you're comfortable. Being comfortable is nice, warm bed, all mm. good. Yeah, you know I mean, and sometimes you gotta set the house on fire. Yeah. Right? And you gotta yoga that and you gotta put yourself in an uncomfortable position to be able to achieve the next stage. Mm. And so like how like what are you doing, man? Like how are you making decisions? And then like we can put them, we can twist them in knots. Once they once they agree to some of those frames, like that becomes like the truth of the conversation and you can just keep twisting them. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's super helpful because I'm not, just based off these questions, you basically answered all the ones, the major ones that I had. So I had like, you know, maybe straight shooters, we covered that, but challenging people, staying in the saddle, um, and With charging people, they have to answer the question that you asked. Okay. And they have to answer it in the way that you want them to answer it. Okay. So what if I get an answer where it's like the why some points you now rather than X, Y, Z rationale question? It'd be a really shitty answer that I can't work with. Like I just ask them, well, why is that important to you now? The rationale question, right? Yeah. To you, what is the point of it? Then you status quo and getting the results that they want. Okay. But like, what's the benefit to you to having them answer that question correctly? They have to justify why they want to change. No, they have to justify why what they're doing will never work. Oh, okay. Right? So you have to say that question in a very particular way, Mm. right? And that's why you have to customize that question to everyone that you speak to. Mm. So if you just go, hey, man, you're just looking to the rationale behind why you might be looking to potentially get an online business, but besides kind of having a bit more passive income, like what's the main reason for, for looking to do that now rather than what you've been doing? If you ask it just a really generic way, mm. you get like a, yeah, why, why now? 
yeah. right? The way that I would ask it is like, so man, like just so I can see the rationale behind why you might be looking to, you know, kind of start an online business. What's the main reason for, for sort of doing that now, mm. you know, rather than just doing more of what you're doing or like just yeah. doing more, just working more hours or like what's the main reason for looking to change your sales process rather than just getting more leads? So basically you want them right? to say it's not working. It will never work. Okay. If I just take what I'm doing to the logical conclusion, it will never work. No. Why Why change your sales process instead of just taking more sales calls? Because what I'm doing will never work. Exactly. Yeah. So like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm already fucking working 50 hours a week. Okay, why not just work 60 or 70 and get a better result? Exactly. Fuck me, I don't want to work 70 hours a week. Okay, why, why is that important to you now though? Getting a process where you can make more money and work less hours. That's how it's done. Yeah, there's a lot of gold nuggets right there. Okay. That should tie in everything because what I've been doing is just like besides wanting to make more money because every single person on the planet sales wants to do that. Yeah. Also the main reason you're looking to have more advanced selling skills rather than just like, you know. No, rather than just taking more sales calls. Rather than just taking Right. So if you do it that way, they have to take their process to its natural conclusion to achieve the goal they want. So if they close at 20% and they make $1,000 a deal, right? They close at 20%, right? So it goes in one in five, right? That means if they wanted to do $20,000 a month, right? To close 20 deals, that means they can take 100 sales calls, mm. okay? So like if they're taking 50 sales calls, mm. I mean, which is 50 hours, you know, a month, which isn't heaps, but like, you know what I mean? Like, let's say they're making 500 bucks, right? But like, you can just, you can extrapolate it out. Like, mm. they're, their goal is so out of reach given the current process that they're using that even considering just doing more of it is ridiculous. Mm. So that's when you challenge them. Yeah. yeah. And so you're like, okay, well, why is that important to you now? Why is that important to you now? So like, it's just the way you phrase each question is really important. So what you want to do is you want to sit down with your script and you want to go like, what do I want to get out of this question? And with that rationale question, what I want to get out of it is I want to dismantle their current way of doing things. Because that means I don't ever have to deal with it again, mm. right? And if, I, and if a sales call is like a series of doors, right? Like I want to walk through a door, close it behind me. Walk through a door, close it behind me. Mm. I need to know what their problem is. I need to know what their solution is on like a tangible level. I need to know what like the emotional drivers are behind that solution. Mm. And I need to know the consequence of their inaction, mm. right? Those are my four major hurdles that I have to overcome. Then there's a series of smaller ones, which are just like boxes that I want to tick to make sure I'm in the best position to be able to actually get the sale. That's super helpful. Uncovers like the real why. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of the times, like I can't break through that wall of them give me the real answer. Yeah. I can do with some people with my technical vulnerability as well. Yeah. And some guys are just, just like you. It's the detail, man. Like, yeah. it's like when I talk to you about your car. Yeah. When I talk about the trim and I talk about the accessories and I talk about the interior and about where did you go and who did you talk to and who did you take and all those things, all those details, they create an emotional connection to the outcome. Yeah. Whereas if I just talk about the car itself, oh, yeah, cool. Like, and that's where most salespeople go. They just talk about the car. I don't give a fuck about the car, right? Like, could you imagine if somebody gave you a Lamborghini, right, for a week? Mm. You know how hard it'd be to give that thing back? Yeah. Right? You would because it. it'd be the feeling of walking to your Lamborghini, mm. you know, opening the door and having people go, this Johnny Tran yeah. getting out of a Lamborghini. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, geez, like, I couldn't give it back. I'd be like, how much do you want for it? <laughs> right? Like, the level of status that you yeah. get, like, or even perceived, right? Um, mm. 
is, is awesome. It's the same reason people wear designer. Mm. You know, it feels nice wearing designer because you're like, I worked hard. I was able to pay for this. This is like, it's a little flex, right? Mm. But there's nothing wrong with that, right? I have fucking Louis Vuitton shoes. Like, I'm an idiot, yeah. right? So, you know, like, yeah. it's, it's the same reason. And so, like, that's why when you future pace out and you talk about the detail and you have a real conversation, potentially they're actually thinking about it for the first time. And so yeah. it really becomes real for them. You know, and you don't, you don't have to do your tactical vulnerability when you're doing that stuff. Because yeah. they're in the conversation, they're excited about it. But, but I think the problem with when we all start and you were just sticking to the script too much. I mean, it, the, the question is that you get some emotion out. Well, that's what, yeah. but, okay, I'll challenge that because it's probing and clarifying. Okay, that gets the details. Right? So it says probe and clarify, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, probe into that, clarify, probe into that, clarify. Now, if you read the, you know, like chunking down is just a technique of probing and going and clarifying. Okay, well, I want to buy a house. What size house? Like it's, a, it's a valid question. How many bedrooms? Where would it be? How much would it cost? Who would live there? Details. Right, it's the, it's the details, you know what I mean? And that's what creates the, the real emotion. So. Uh, that's that's super helpful. I mean, uh, yeah, basically, I ask like challenging people and saying, start with objection handling. People don't give me a strong enough why where you covered that. But the objection handling, it's like... Do you want to go over it in depth? Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only.